Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here with you as Paula tries to hold in her coughs. <laughs> there they are. It's been uh, an interesting few weeks, uh, to say the least. Sickness running through the house. But we're here with you. Yep. Talking Vegas sports. Golden Knights, UNLV. There's, there's some MLS. I know this is Paula's favorite. We have to talk about that. But we should probably save that for last because that's that's clearly the best, you know. Because after what you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that what the Golden Knights have put us through because they've been pretty solid. That's not what you were complaining about last. I night. was really pissed off. I was really pissed off that through just about two periods of play, like you know, at least half the game at least 30 to 35 minutes of game play. I wasn't thrilled because we went to the game in Raleigh a couple of years ago, the last time the Golden Knights were there. We I'm went sure there. Yeah. And Vegas played really well, and Vegas did not play really well. And the Hurricanes are one of the best teams in the league. I mean, they're a, they're a Stanley Cup contender, no doubt. Them in Florida and the, and the Rangers, and you could dance to the Rangers being a Stanley Cup contender all you want. But the Rangers in the East, it is the Rangers and the Panthers who the Golden Knights will play tomorrow night. Um, and the Hurricanes. So that's why this stretch for Vegas was so daunting at Washington, which they which they took care of. Carolina, Florida, Tampa. Tampa, the two-time defending cup champions. I can't you can't forget about Tampa in the in the discussion for for contenders for the Stanley Cup again, so I was I was really pissed off uh, at the Golden Knights, especially because they had they had just beaten Montreal and Washington, and, and then they kind of wouldn't say lay an egg, just they couldn't get <laughs> anything really going. They couldn't get anything going into into Carolina's offensive, zone, you know, into the offensive zone, uh, which would be Carolina's defensive zone. Vegas couldn't get anything going, and it was this really strange play by Nolan Patrick. He actually put the puck in between his legs and he put it in the net and that got the Golden Knights going. They were able to tie the game and they were not able to get it to a shootout and Carolina won in overtime. There was like a minute and 13 seconds left or whatever in overtime. Yeah. So they get a point. So they've gotten three out of four points so far on the road trip with another you know, four points left possible. Um, something else that really pissed me off, okay, <laughs> since we're just airing grievances about the Golden Knights here, is that they were up on Pittsburgh last week 3 nothing, and they pissed and shit that away. Yeah. And, and and it's a trend that's very familiar I mean, to Vegas and Vegas say, fans. <laughs> second and third periods are not are not really it's it's the second mostly. Yeah, that they just don't show up they if they're up at all it's like they don't even come out yeah the first and the third period alternate sometimes they'll have a good first sometimes I'll have a good i remember you had been you had said that maybe that's a gallant issue clearly it's not because he's gone and we're still doing the same thing it's been like a day one issue so is it like i mean well, the I personnel has changed too saying it was maybe perhaps a gallant issue possibly so maybe this right. pete DeBoer will do better at that but 
but they've also gotten rid of a lot of original guys too. Like there's only like five or six left. So, so I mean, this is, this is not, this is not a player thing either. It's not a coach thing. It's not a player thing. What is it? <laughs> it's a player thing. I mean, it's part of the Vegas flu, you know, from, from a few years ago. That's just what, that's just what the golden Knights have. They have the flu of playing like garbage in either the first or third period and, and mostly the second. So um, imagine if they played solid hockey from the start of the game to the finish. Imagine that, right? What would that look like? Like you see glimpses of it in certain games. Like the like the game against Washington was was really a complete game. I mean, Leonard had the shutout, uh, Amadio with the only goal. And I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of scoring, but you could say that, that was a complete effort. You know, I mean, you've seen it at times, but not consistently. And that has right. been since day one. Um, for Vegas, some players practicing that you might not have really thought about. Um, Max Pacioretty yeah. has been skating. He's on the road trip. He may play tomorrow night. He may play Saturday in Tampa. It just kind of depends. But he's there. Mark Stone was not on the road trip, but he flew to Carolina. Uh, he was not in the game against the Capitals, but he was there against the Hurricanes. So he's back. Um, Alec Martinez, I believe, is also with the team. He's skating, has been. Um, that's a long road back. Hasn't played since November with the wicked scar. And he lost a tooth and he had a concussion as well. I was going to say, I think the tooth tooth is the least of his problems. He, he probably fixed that first and it's probably the least of the problems but still um that's what he's dealing with nick Waugh was out nick Waugh is back in um and of course jack eichel has been practicing and getting closer and closer to playing the buffalo sabers come to t-mobile arena his old team on february 1st so you'll see alex tuck and you'll see peyton krebs who have been have been killing it for buffalo but can i just remind people Okay, whoever listens, okay. Jack Eichel has not played for Vegas. Everyone's like, Buffalo won the trade. If everybody could see my face right now, this is completely ridiculous. You can't win a trade until the entire participants, all of the participants of the trade, play. When Jack Eichel starts playing and he starts, it's going to take a little bit of time, like we saw with Alex Petrangelo and, and Mark Stone and Patrick, it takes a little bit of time. Once this well, guy much, gets going, uh, Mark Stone really kind of came. Mark Stone kind of came in. He was the, probably the best of. The now three. he doesn't do anything. Well, he gets hurt a lot. <laughs> Slash doesn't do anything. Right. So what we need is this guy to come in, Jack Eichel, and do some stuff. And I think once he gets the, um, once he gets his feet wet and gets a hold of everything, Jack Eichel and and the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be the clear winners of the trade in my mind. Like it's great what. It's great what Alex Tuck and, and Peyton Krebs are doing, particularly Alex Tuck. Like Peyton Krebs scored his first couple of goals. It's great what they're doing, and uh, it's wonderful. But Jack Eichel's the real deal, and he proved that before, and he'll prove it again. And him and the Vegas Golden Knights will be the winner of this trade. Not Maybe not right now, maybe not immediately when Eichel comes in, but – Eventually, that's exactly what's going to happen, especially when this team is healthy. And I think you've got, you know, when when he comes back, you're going to have some obviously some games to make up um, in 
February because no Olympics, which that schedule was announced. I think Vegas is going to play about five games against the teams in February. They actually moved up a San Jose game from April and put it in February so that they would there would be more because there was four games to make up plus that. So between the 1st and the 25th, you'll have about five games. So that's the way that's going to go. Um, you know, I, I really feel that Vegas is in a good spot. They just need to – it sounds simple and stupid, like play better, you know. <laughs> I think they're in a good spot. I really do. So here, here's what we'll do. We will do our um, – where does Vegas – stand right now in the standings what's their record i will go to paula and paula will pick up her phone and paula's going to eventually pick up her phone i might pick up my phone um we're gonna get a what's the golden knights record what's their standing in the pacific and uh how do we feel about that here's paula now um, Record including overtime <laughs> losses. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, you read across. So find Vegas. Yeah, so they've played 43 games. Mm-hmm. So we're more than halfway through the season. They're 25, 15, and 3. 53 points. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mike down. Mike is back up. 53 points for the Golden Knights. That's good for first in the Pacific. Four points ahead of Anaheim. uh, Five points ahead of LA. You know what's really interesting is that Anaheim and LA are in second and third place. That's really interesting. Uh, And the Kraken. LA. Yeah. 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 Those guys, right? (laughs) I know. The smelly kings. I know. And then how about the Kraken? Wiping up the rear of the division. One of the worst teams in, in the West. One of the worst teams in the league at 13, 25, and 4. Not exactly like the first year that Vegas had. But, well, but your but, prediction but, was wrong. You said they were going to be a force to I, I really thought they were. So, I mean, you're looking at L.A. and Anaheim are right there. Obviously, um, Edmonton. I said the Ducks are in the lead. Not in the Pacific. Vegas is in the league. Mm, doesn't say that. Vegas has 53 points. Oh, okay. I was looking at the wrong thing. The, yeah, the Ducks have 49. Yes. Yeah. So Edmonton and, you know, Calgary and all them got off to a hot start, and they've since got, you know, not. But there's other teams like Colorado is really good. Yeah, Colorado is extremely good. 61 points. Yeah. They're one of the best teams in the league. Um, um, go over to the East, if you can, and uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about – the Rangers, they should be up there in points. 60. Yeah. So they're better than the Knights. Florida and Tampa. Those two are in the same division. It might be another division. There's the Metro and the Atlantic. Uh, um, FLA, TBL. What is the name of the teams? Panthers and Lightning. Yep. One okay. and two. 63 and 61. Right. So you, this is what, oh. I mean, I mean, the West is clearly not as good as the East. No. So, right. So, I mean, you have Colorado is, you know, the best team out West. Oof, the Senators are stank. Oh, no, the Canadians? Yeah, the Canadians are one of the worst teams in the stinks league. Stinks, too. Yeah, after being in the Stanley Cup final. It's really, really, yeah. But the Rangers are whooping butt. They are. 
They are. Golden Knights beat them twice, just saying. Yeah. Their score overall is so lower. Look, the West is the little brother when it comes to standings. Obviously, the East is king. Tampa Bay has won the cup the last couple of years. Panthers are the top. Yeah. Florida's really good. They got off to a really good start, and they haven't really really looked back. Um, That's what the Golden Knights are up against. The Kraken really sucks. Yes, they do. I'm really surprised. This is what the Golden Knights are up against the the next couple of nights, next couple of games, is teams that have over 60 points and... Um, are really, really tough to beat. So that's what the Golden Knights are up against. Something else to talk about, the All-Star teams were announced, the members of the All-Star team. And you've got Pete DeBoer coaching the Pacific, and then Mark Stone and Alex Petrangelo on the team. Now, it's really weird. Mark Stone's on the team, and Mark Stone hasn't really... Done anything. Right, and Chandler Stevenson's not. And Chandler Stevenson's been one of the, probably the best player on the Golden Knights. Um, and then Marsh so had a chance to get voted in, but was not. <laughs> probably because of that hot mic incident, I or the few times where he curses like a sailor. I think that should make it um, on national TV. He should get voted in for that. Yeah, that should make him the. Uh, he should be a slam dunk because he's must see TV. Um, another Jersey coming for for vegas Thank God. the nhl is going to revamp the reverse retro so what vegas had in that outdoor game at tahoe they had the red and then they had the the homage to the wranglers with the golden knights logo and then the thunder stripes las vegas thunder stripes on the bottom i would really really love for vegas to go with more of a las vegas thunder the teal and the white and the black when when the Thunder wore black and teal, that's so sharp. It it was it was one of the best yeah, uniforms in their league. The that's not what this jersey's about. Reverse retro to your past. The Golden Knights don't have a past past five years ago. They have the Thunder and they have the I Wranglers. Just would really that's Vegas's past. Not to be mustard. If we can avoid mustard, yeah. which yeah. their third jersey is terrible no i don't they're, know if no i don't know golden, if they're gonna when when flurry used to wear the golden pads and the golden helmet i was like shades please i like the helmet ish but it's just he looked like he had two packets of mustard on his legs yeah a lot of people actually like gold. that jersey you know they're not gold it no the nashville mustard. predators are gold i mean you see when they play each other right you can kind of see it Obviously, they're not wearing gold at the same time. That would be freaking overload. And then when they wear those helmets, when the Golden Knights wear those helmets that are gold with the gold, it's it's like, yeah, we beat the other team. That's because we 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 blew their lights. You know, we blew their but eyes not, out. The jerseys aren't actually gold. They're no. yellow. Right. Right. So, I mean, Bill Foley is obviously – now, I don't know if the, these must be the same things. Bill Foley was talking about – on, on a radio show in Vegas about doing the Jersey over then the NHL comes out with this. So the correlating storylines could be, are we getting an actual gold gold? I'd like to see them do black, not charcoal, right? Black That's and what gold it's supposed to be. If they did black and gold, the way that the thunder had their uniforms, like stripe down here and then a little bit of trim 
and then the it the main i think the jersey should mainly i feel like it should be black with gold i didn't but not too much gold i think we had this discussion when they first showed the jerseys i thought my impression was black and gold it's charcoal first of all which and then i don't understand the red i i was not a fan of the colors well they have the red on the original jersey too that's what i'm saying all the shirts not all the shirts shirts but it's black and gold why are the uniforms? there's a reason why the red is on there it has something to do with nevada i think it's red rock it might be i think so they don't play that's not the point it's because it's nevada because that's one of the you know landmarks in southern nevada red rock shit brown because it's brown everywhere too or gray well they they did put it is gray because everything's gray yeah brown cloud brown cloud over the city Anyway, I think that also kind of a thought right in the middle of the thought. Foley has alluded to many times that the gold jersey is eventually going to be the main jersey. That has been led on multiple times. So I think that that, if they redo this right in a couple years, that's going to be your jersey. That's going to be the main. They're not the one that they wear at home now. They would probably just wear gold. Mostly. Yeah, talking about the mustard one. This no, the one, one that they redo. Right. Because they're the Golden Knights, they should wear gold. Not mustard. Not mustard at all. Um, you have anything else you want to add? Uh, Vegas Golden Knights wise? Mm-mm. Before we get to our next segment. We have some really good things coming for our show yes we've we've had you know an interesting and wonderful opportunity um to expand and make our brand better and and do some things that's going to be really really cool so we would stay tuned for that we'd hope you guys would stay tuned for it because there's going to be an announcement soon it's 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 going to be really really awesome it just kind of landed in our lap and it was a really good opportunity for us and and we get to we get to keep our baby our show and everything about it because that's very very important but also being able to expand and make sure that you know we can reach more voices and and more ears and more and more and more and more VGK fans and UNLV fans and Vegas sports fans in general um speaking of UNLV um UNLV sucks <laughs> um not too bad. So eleven and nine, right now three and four in conference play. They just got their asses completely wiped. They were asses wiping floor. San Diego State beat them in San Diego by twenty five points. Are you surprised? Uh, I am because UNLV's won there two years in a row, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of surprising. Um, but. So they did beat New Mexico. I mean, mean, it's kind of weird. So like last week, the week before, they beat New Mexico by 30, and then they decide to just play garbage basketball. They lose the next three out of four, and the only one they won was San Jose State, and they really didn't win that one by much. Um, It's pretty pretty expected, honestly, if you really think about it. I mean, first-year coach, mostly new players. 
they only have to win like half their games to get to where we thought they would be. I mean, to get to 16 wins, I mean, they got, they've got, let's see, they've played seven conference games and they got to get, they have 11 more conference games. I mean, if they win five, that's 16 wins, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I think a parade is in order. Okay. I mean, this is a big deal because after everything they went through, UNLV only won 12 games last year and they've already won 11. Wow. What do you people want? You know, like fans, like what do you, what? I'm sorry. You're being a little hypocrite right now. You started off the segment saying UNLV sucks. Yes, they do. But now you're like, they do. well, they're not that bad. Well, what I thought it want? was a good, I thought it was a good way to start the segment <laughs> like that because, no because, because they're playing sucky basketball. I should, I should, I should clarify. They're playing sucky basketball and, and they are. Like, what do you want? And Let's they are, joke. but fans are unreasonable. Okay, fans are reasonable, but the university is kind of like it—it's kind of crazy what they've done this year. Free tickets, five dollar tickets. Hey, let's give students Nikes, right? If you go to the, the at the time, it was like the six remaining games plus a couple of women's game or a women's game. Students, you will get a free pair of Nikes. How about today or the other day or yesterday? They've got Kevin Kruger at, at um. Raising canes on Maryland Parkway, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey," and also UNLV basketball tweets us out. <clears throat> if you come to Raising Canes, we'll give you free tickets to the Reno game. Just, just show up. Show up at Raising Canes on Maryland Parkway and wherever. Okay. They've done free tickets. They've done five dollar tickets. They've done two dollar tickets. They've done <laughs> wins. Put butts in seats. So it doesn't matter what they do. They're not going to get butts and seats without wins. And we knew this was coming. Tickets before COVID skyrocketed a lot, okay? And it shouldn't have never been that way. It shouldn't have been so unaffordable you couldn't take your family. When Dave Rice was here, it was unaffordable. And it never got less affordable until now. And that's because they're begging. I'm jealous slash pissed. Because if if we were still in Vegas, right? And they're giving all these deals. Man, do you know how much it cost Dave Rice era to go to a Reno game? 25, 30 bucks a ticket for yeah. upstairs. Now what you're giving like now you're giving the, the the net. <laughs> you're giving away, you're giving away tickets now. And people still won't go. Now there is a vaccine mandate, which is dumb. Now I am not against it overall. The university should not have done that. Because you have a new coach and you have in a well, in a pandemic. UNLV, now that goes back to the mask. If but, UNLV is under the vaccine mandate, which most colleges are, then it kind of makes sense. UNLV is not good. You're never gonna get butts and seats if you do that. I remember when they announced that, you could read the comments underneath. And they're like, Well, 25 year season ticket holder down the train. Just like that. In the and there wasn't one or two or ten. That's a problem. You know, now I know that T-Mobile Arena is not a collegiate uh, affiliation, but they don't have that. When UNLV played at Mandalay Bay, they the didn't have, have that. that don't they? The Raiders have it mandatory, but this is a professional team. People invest PSL licenses. 
they will spend the money. You've seen the but success, I'm saying and also go you to the can Raiders get, game. So your point you is can new. get jabbed right there. At the, but your point right is there new. if they the wanted to go, they would go because yeah. people are going to the Raiders. Well, the product games. also sucks, and I don't know what that says about the Raiders because it's. I mean, they made the playoffs, but it's not the greatest product. What does that say about UNLV that they can't get butts and seats when the Raiders can't? It's two different levels. It's apples and oranges. The concept is the same, but it's not the same territory unlv has been crap for eight nine ten years yeah now you're digging yourself out of a hole kevin kruger kevin kruger has a lot of work to do this university has a lot I'm of work sure to do as well when he took the job so yeah unlv 11 and 9 through 20 games i mean i'm not surprised it's kind of where i was thinking that they would be um trying to give nikes away uh to kids just i mean what will they think of next i guess kind of stay tuned with that um, we should talk about some MLS because it's just about a slam dunk done deal. Vegas by 2026 <laughs> is the shooting date. You know, or Vegas by 2026 will have an MLS team. Um, Four the years. owner of the Milwaukee Bucks is actually one of the people that are vying for the team here in Vegas. It's kind of interesting because before the Bucks got their new arena in Milwaukee. The owner, I think his name is like Wes Eddins or something like that. He dangled Vegas like in front of the NBA saying, well, if you're not going to give me my new arena in Milwaukee, I'll go to Vegas. It's interesting because he's the guy who's head manning, front man, this effort. He's going to be an owner, majority owner of this team. They're looking, Mick Akers from the RJ had this story first that the team is looking at the plot of land on Las Vegas Boulevard in Warm Springs. Now that's down by, where is that down by? Fries. Is that where that is? Warm Springs? Or is that further? Is it's it's either Fries or like the Sun or the South Coast, South Point. What the hell is that thing Point. called? South Point oh. site. So it's in that area. I mean, that's where they're looking. It's clear that financing is is somewhat there or there. They've got that going on. Um it's a big deal. So it's going to be privately owned, not public. Yeah, the funded. public funding is not going to happen. I mean, the public will fund it in some way. I mean, there's roads. You know what I mean? There's a practice facility. I mean, there's things these people are going to need. But yet another stadium will be going up in Vegas and a team will be playing in it in five years. Now, the MLS has wanted to expand to 32 teams. And Charlotte, Charlotte FC is their name. They will start playing in f- next month. That is the 30th team, I believe, or 29th. Sacramento was what supposed to be football club. Oh. Uh, Sacramento was supposed to get this team, but Sacramento could not could not do this. And they pulled out, and this is how Vegas got in. So Vegas will probably be the 31st or 32nd team. Um, that's just about the finish line. The team wants a stadium there because there's supposed to be that train station, which is also at the one-yard line very close to being done there's going to be a train station the la to vegas train will be right there so they want that there the a's were looking at that side as well it's gotten kind of quiet on that front a major (laughs) vote a major vote in oakland took place and it was a positive vote for both sides but it's very unclear if the team is is responsive to that vote does that do anything for them or are they strictly, do they have their eyes somewhere else? Because either way they get a new stadium out of it, but do they want to move? 
I mean, probably not. They probably want to stay in Oakland where they have a fan base and and, and everything. Their footing is and there. There's nothing else there, though. Well, not anymore. Right. Yeah. So, but I think that Vegas is still a player there. I think that there's more moving parts and there's more to know because we know how the we know how the county and the city of Oakland and the mayor's office and the mayor, we know how they all are. We saw this play out with, with the Raiders. Something would go good. Something would go horribly bad. I mean, Mark Davis looked for, he was looking in San Antonio before Vegas came along. He was looking to get out. And these people, you know, the A's have been here seven, eight times already. So, it, I mean, something's got to give. Yep. So there you have it. <laughs> Did we miss anything? I don't believe so. I don't think so. We are so very excited yes. as soon as everything comes together to let everybody know. And we'll be posting that on, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, should be in the next couple of days. But until then, please subscribe. Um, after you listen, of course, please subscribe. And feedback. please do. Feedback is always always warranted um did get one comment about that jerry tarkanian comment that i made last week about I him being the goat comment. of vegas sports um he told me that was a cold take freezing cold one of the coldest that he's heard ridiculous bill foley yes jerry tarkanian no and flurry no which i had already flurry is absolutely right, not right okay but he's just okay. as He's just as uh, not as Jerry Tarkanian. So very important, just not the layer of the brick foundation no. that is Vegas sports. That would be Bill Foley. Congratulations to you, sir. <laughs> um, stay safe. Everybody stay safe. And we will talk to you guys soon again. Bye bye.